For years, the Texas Department of Insurance has rightfully stood by Texas consumers and rejected policies with dangerous binding arbitration clauses. But a policy recently submitted to TDI would strip unaware consumers of their constitutional rights in exchange for a small discount. Today, we're talking to Dia Beck, Executive Director of the Office of Public Insurance Counsel, about the dangers lurking in the submitted policy. You're listening to Texas Tells. I'm Tori Summerman. The New York Times called it a far-reaching power play orchestrated by American corporations. The director of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau described it as a way for companies to sidestep the legal system, avoid accountability, and continue to pursue profitable practices, even if they may violate the law and harm thousands or millions of consumers. Consumer groups have dubbed it the ripoff clause. It's called arbitration, and it's lurking in the fine print of a majority of consumer contracts. In your credit card contracts, your loan agreements, in that waiver you signed at the gym, the clause rips away the right of a consumer to take a wrongdoer to court. Now, this dangerous process could be unleashed on Texas consumers in their insurance policies. A policy recently submitted to the Texas Department of Insurance would strip unaware consumers of their constitutional right in exchange for a small discount. If approved, the policy would cause a major shift in insurance regulation and reverse the long-standing practice of rejecting policies with the dangerous provision. You know, arbitration is a very drastic means um, to resolve disputes. That's Dia Beck, Executive Director of the Office of Public Insurance Counsel a state agency that works to make the insurance market more transparent, efficient, and responsive to its consumers. We are uh, the Office of Public Insurance Counsel. It is a state, separate state agency from the Texas Department of Insurance. What we do is we advocate on behalf of consumers in rate, form, and filing matters. Essentially help the insurance marketplace work better and more fairly for consumers. Dia and her office submitted a letter to the insurance commissioner last month urging him to deny the submitted policy. So what this would mean was before you ever had any type of dispute in exchange for some type of discount, which they have not articulated what the discount would be, uh, you would sign away your constitutional rights to trial by jury. Instead, you would go into an arbitration proceeding under the rules of arbitrators, not under the rules of courts that we have set up in the state of Texas and in the United States to adjudicate these types of disputes. In addition, the process would be rather secretive. You couldn't, you know, uh, reveal the results of your arbitration, the amount uh, awarded, if anything was awarded, uh, and it would all be in secret, unlike our courts now, which is it, our courts are very open. You can determine what happens and who won, who lost, and, and, uh, and those decisions can be reviewed all the way up to the United States Supreme Court. In arbitration, that doesn't happen. There is no process for review or appeal. So if you're unhappy with your arbitration decision, you're stuck, and there's nowhere else to go, and you can't even tell anybody about it. In the letter, Dia enumerated the many problems that consumers face in the arbitration process. For the particular arbitration endorsement that we were that we saw uh, being filed, it would require a consumer to go to an arbitration group that is selected by the insurance company and go through a proceeding that is foreign to them. And in addition, they would have no right to appeal the decision of the arbitrator. So essentially, you have an arbitration group that is hired by and paid by the insurance company. And of course, the insurance company is going to be a a repeat customer. 
and for that arbitration company to continue to get the business of an insurance company, I mean, it's common sense that they would, you know, be inclined to perhaps rule more favorably for the entities that are paying them their salaries. <laughs> so right. to us, that is not a, a fair opportunity for a consumer to really have their dispute resolved. But she also noted that the submitted policy could have negative effects on consumers even before a dispute arises. If you know at the end of the road, um, as an insurance carrier, that the worst possible outcome you're going to have is to go to an arbitration where you've paid the arbitrator and you've picked the arbitration group that will in turn pick an arbitrator and you're paying them and you're a repeat business. There's there's not a great deal of, of things to you know, downside, things to fear about how this arbitration is going to come out. It's essentially a rigged system in favor of, of large repeat customers of arbitration. So from you know the start of a claim, instead of thinking about, I need to handle this claim on, on behalf of the company. I need to handle this claim appropriately if I don't meet time deadlines, if I don't treat people fairly, if I deny claims that I should be paying, uh, then there are ramifications out there for the company. And for me personally, as claim adjuster on this particular claim. Well, that goes away when you realize not anything very bad is going to happen. The Texas Department of Insurance has a history of rejecting policies with arbitration clauses. As Dia explains, that's because policyholders are at a unique disadvantage when agreeing to terms in a policy. What makes it so egregious, one, is that often before you even have a copy of your insurance policy contract, you've already signed an an agreement before you've reviewed the terms of this particular contract. And remember, you don't have the opportunity, it's referred to as an adhesion contract, meaning that you don't get to negotiate the terms of your insurance policy. It's take it or leave it. You want to buy this policy with this company, you may be able to add various endorsements or delete some, but for the most part, it's a take it or leave it type scenario. So one, you're unlikely to see this provision. You may be lured in in exchange for a discount, not knowing what arbitration means. Most people don't know. But insurance lobbyists argue that the submitted policy gives consumers a choice by including the arbitration clause in exchange for a discount. To negotiate for a particular discount, you have to understand all the ramifications of what you're giving up. And most people don't understand arbitration. A lot of attorneys don't understand arbitration unless they've gone through the process or have read a great deal about it. So one, you really can't negotiate in good faith on something that you don't understand. You don't know what you're giving up. So that's that's one thing. And with respect to a discount, uh, one, it, who knows what whether this discount would be enough. And even if it's a even it was if it was a substantial discount, if it impacts how your claim is being handled and it, the eventual result may not be nearly what it should be. We you know we don't know what that that answer is. I mean, how much of a discount do you need to give up your rights? So why is the Texas Department of Insurance considering allowing companies to include the dangerous provision now? It could be, and I think part of it is, is that in after certain storms. They've had to pay a lot of damages out, um, some of which and, and you know, they feel like what's been expressed to me is that there have been some abuses in the system and they're having to overpay 
certain claims in certain counties, and uh, and, and you know, that may very well be the case. Uh, however, I don't think this is the way to go about resolving that. If you do have attorneys who are committing barratry, you know, there are provisions in the law to handle that. If you have policyholders who are committing fraud to get payments, there are provisions in the law to handle that as well. Uh, the arbitration option is the nuclear option, in my opinion, and it is completely inappropriate to punish policyholders who may have, frankly, have never filed a claim uh, in 20 years with a particular company by doing this and taking away their rights because of a group who perhaps are abusing the process. But again, there are remedies for that. And that's the direction this should go. But in the end, Dee is not so sure that this decision should be even made by the insurance commissioner. It's not a small change in policy. It's a large change in policy. And this really is something more appropriate for the legislature if we're going to make this type of wholesale change. Frankly, it's going to change the marketplace completely. And it's not a small issue. So, you know, it really is appropriately reserved for the legislature. You can tell the Texas Department of Insurance that your rights aren't for sale on our website at www.texaswatch.org backslash ripoff clause. That's all we have time for today. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Texas Tells.